again and in your head wrestling radio i'm the internet icon the pride of the pilgrims the most honest man in all the podcasting handsome jackie jones oh man and my uh partner one inch biceps he's uh he loved the zombie so much that he said he will not do the show with me tonight if i do not love them equally and so, spoiler alert, I did not. So he just said, I can't do the show. He said, I will not do the show and have my love for the zombie segment spoiled by your negativity. So I stand by that. You know, that is his right to love uh, the zombies. But uh, he will not be here tonight. But before we get to the zombie invasion, uh, last week there was a dynamite, as there is every week. And uh, I uh, really dug this show from beginning to end. And like my fellow uh, headite here, Incher, he was, you know, he's like, you don't like uh, the zombies. It takes all the fun out of talking about wrestling for me. There, there, I, I can relate because, you know, I'm watching a show and I really like it. And I go on online and we've like, we have a chat and everyone's just hating everything that's happening. It's like, wow, uh, you guys just like, like to live in misery. So, it does take the, the fun out of it. But I, I dug the show. I was not looking forward to a Moxley versus Yuji Nagata. I was like, uh, I remember Yuji Nagata. Fine, good, fine wrestler. But uh, they really, they showed him last, you know, the other week. They plugged this match. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't care about this match. They didn't really put over its importance or anything. Uh, it won me over. Match I thought was very good. I saw some people hate it. I thought it was a good match. Uh, they put over the importance of Yuji Nagata, of the IWGP title. Um, I, I guess um, 
Moxie coming out to Wild Thing was a tribute to a Japanese wrestler. Uh, this all worked for this all worked for me. I liked it. Good good match, good segment, good stuff. It's fun to see uh, some different people on the show that um, you know that's not on there every week. And maybe that's the last time we ever see him, but that's cool. It worked for me. Uh, Cody promo. A lot of people on our Facebook uh, hated. Um, I thought it started uh, kind of all over the place, and I was like, I don't know where this is going. But by the end, I thought it was uh, it was uh, very emotional, and it should have, uh, like myself, sometimes it rambled. But it it should have uh, got to the point a little quicker. But I do like I really like the ending where it came about him bringing back the um, American Dream moniker. That worked for me. I liked it. Um, to me, it's just an old wrestling trope. It's, uh, you know, the American versus the, the foreign menace of some kind. Um, they could have built up his opponent a little more of him being, you know, anti-American or something. You, or maybe they'll do that in, in the future, in these coming weeks. I don't know. But uh, I it's just real simple stuff. It's simple. It's uh, the American Dream versus... Uh, Versus the Englishman. So, uh, the Bucks versus SCU. And uh, this match was uh, off the charts, I thought. It was uh, tremendous. Uh, Young Bucks versus SCU. If SCU loses, the uh, loses, they have to retire. Uh, so, this had uh, drama, not only for the titles, but for their career. Both teams working their ass off. It was uh, really dug it. I liked it quite a bit. Excellent match. Uh, Christian, uh, that my only complaint about this is uh, this is something that AEW does sometimes that I think they need improvement are on. So SCU loses this last time they can uh, be a team. Uh, they're broken up about it. They immediately cut to something else going on. Don't do that. Um, leave the camera on uh, SCU. Show the emotion. Let the importance of what we just witnessed uh, uh, soak in. Um, a lot of wrestling does this, but uh, uh, AEW does. It's probably more of a young, a younger thing. Um, I'm an old man, but anyway, uh, this is something you need to work on. Christian promo could not care less about Christian in AEW. Um, I tried to give it a shot. I'm not a big fan. Um, he's fine. I think. I think the idea of him outworking everyone to me that just makes him a heel because this is a promotion that's built around guys that are known for great workers. Some people try to tell me that he doesn't mean in-ring working. He means like actually working like, you know, he's a carpenter or whatever, but come on. I mean, you're just fooling yourself. You're being naive either way though. It doesn't make sense. Who does he outwork in the company? He's not in the upper echelon of workers. I've never thought of him as like, I don't think it was a bad worker. Don't get me wrong, but I've never thought of him as like the best worker no one else has ever put him in there a guy guest brother love has on his his uh his podcast but i mean no one has ever said that christian is one of the best is the best worker in the in the business he's never been considered you know sean michaels or uh or rick flair of his era so it's just bizarre um and he's not a harder worker than like anyone on the, in the AEW roster, uh, they're all working hard. So I don't get it. It just comes off annoying to me. 
And um, I, I don't really see any benefit of bringing him in. He's not like a bad wrestler or anything like that. And he's got some name value, but not enough name value to really mean anything. And I've seen him now for a few weeks, and I, I just couldn't care less about him. Uh, but, and then again, he's put himself in the battle royal. You know, it's just like, I don't, I mean, who cares? Uh, AEW World Championship Elimination Eliminator match. This was um, for the number one contendership. So we had a freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, my boy, versus uh, Pac. And uh, I was a little bit torn because, uh, well, I wasn't. I mean, I wanted Orange Cassidy to win, but I knew Pac versus um, Kenny would be a great match. Um, this match was, uh, I thought, was going well. And everyone knows by now uh, Orange actually got hurt. So, you know, it interfered on, on the outcome of the match. You know what they were doing. But I like whether it's going. It's going to be a triple threat match. I prefer singles matches. I'm not a huge uh, triple threat fan, but uh, this could work. I would have just went with uh, Orange Cassidy or Pac, but um, I think right now Orange Cassidy, you know, is a baby face. Pac, they just turned baby face. Again, I mentioned this last week. I won't go over everything that went last week, but the idea of you ha- you you built up Orange Cassidy up and up to the Jericho feud, Jericho uh, gets beat by Orange. That's a big deal. It's, you know, a huge star in wrestling arguably not even think arguably the biggest uh, mainstream star in AEW. um you you put the young guy over him um he should keep that should really elevate him from there he went on to some feuds that he lost so he kind of instead of uh, rising i think he i don't think they buried him by any means but he definitely went down a bit and then to go into the the title match should have been you know the title match right after beating uh jerk um pinnacle promo this was great stuff pinnacle i think i think i know there's a lot of factions in AEW, uh in wrestling in AEW, there's a lot i actually kind of like that um some of them don't work for me i th- uh, i don't care about the number of factions i just think the factions should go together like i don't think matt hardy goes well with uh with his group um butcher and blade they put them with various people and that never really works so well but if, if the if the if the factions make sense i have no problem with a bunch of factions in the company uh, Pinnacle to me is the best one. They looked the part. They come off like a big deal. Each one kind of has its own his own position in the group. It works for me. Uh, I thought this was just great stuff. Pinnacle and um, and the um, inner circle. Uh, the bubbly's fun. It might have been a little weak because they're pretty far away from the thing. And we've seen you know we've seen the spray downs before in WWE, but it was still a fun segment. Uh, the promo stuff though before this was great and i'm looking forward to uh, the continuation of the feud i will say the idea of doing the blood and guts first is a little backwards or not a little backwards it is backwards you should build up to that as a blow off of the feud instead of that's the first match of the feud's a little strange but we'll see where that goes from here um thunder rosa wins a squash that's you know cool by me and then uh darby allen defending the uh the tv title versus miro um like most people when miro came in here um a huge fan of rusev thought this was a guy they could really uh build their company around in AEW. guy that's not was not been used well he's a total package in my opinion he's got the great look great wrestler could do both comedy and serious and i don't think his comedy takes away from his serious stuff you know uh in what he did in wwe and and some really terrible stuff in wwe but always made it work and then um, his talking totally works for me. Uh, so he came here, this really weird gimmick. 
paired up with a guy that I think is really beneath him. Didn't understand it. It uh, a few weeks ago started, or maybe probably a month ago started to actually started to work for me because they made him. He's just this nerdy, weird dude, but he's also very dangerous. And it, I started to kind of like like it. And uh, then they went all out, and he destroyed. Um, I forget his name. Penelope's uh, boyfriend or husband destroyed him. And then the um, he started wanting any title. So uh, immediately to the Darby Allen feud. Um, I think I personally do think it's too early to take the the title off Darby. But uh, you kind of book yourself in when you do this match. You kind of have to because I think it's way too early to beat Miro too. But again, I'm I have no problem with Miro being champ. I just think uh, you could have definitely had the Darby uh, run been longer, and eventually you lose to Miro. But a uh, great match. Um, Darby's a smaller guy. He really knows how to work as a smaller guy. His dives look really cool. Looks like he's actually trying to hurt people. He works well with bigger guys. This match uh, really worked for me. Excellent stuff. So uh, from top to bottom, I uh, really enjoyed uh, Dynamite last week. Uh, WrestleMania Backlash. So uh, I almost forgot this was happening. And I'll be honest, I watched the show. And outside of one match, I thought it was a it was an excellent show. I'll be honest. The pay-per-view uh, delivered in, in the ring. Um, well, the pre-show match, uh, Sheamus versus Ricochet. And there was like an open challenge, which they do too much in, in all of wrestling. They do it in WWE and AEW, this open challenge idea. Sometimes it works for me. Um, sometimes it doesn't. It really depends who comes in. Like if you're doing the open challenge and then they try to make it a big deal that Ricochet comes out. And it's like, you guys haven't made a big deal about Ricochet um, for for like however long he's been on the main roster. Like, why would we think this is a big deal right now? Um, I really don't care about Sheamus. It's not even that he's bad or anything. It's just uh, he's very stale. So this match, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to. But then we had our Rhea Ripley versus Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Excellent match. Um, I don't want to get blasted here on the internet, but Charlotte, uh, a trend in WWE, a lot of the women no, no longer look like they, they did at one point. She looks like a totally different person. A lot of work done. And I think that's unfortunate, but whatever makes someone happy, uh, well, who am I to say? Um, excellent match. I thought this was a lot better than Rhea Ripley versus Asuka from WrestleMania. Uh, for some reason, they just weren't clicking that night. I didn't think Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. I going in, I knew the what are they called? The rude dogs, the bad dogs, the dirty, the dirty dogs, the dirty dogs. I don't really understand that name. But if I think of Ziggler and Rude, I don't think of dirty dogs. But uh, Dirty Dogs, that I kind of knew going in, Ray and uh, Dominic, because they kept talking about the first ever father and son tag champs. But I'm fine with that. You know, it's a cool, it's a cool thing. It's never happened before. I, I'm not a Ray Mysterio fan or Dominic Mysterio fan, but um, I like the idea of father and son win the belts. Uh, very long match, maybe a little too long, but yeah, definitely. I remember this match. Right? Yeah, this was. Um, I say everything delivered, but this match was just too long. I thought. Uh, Damian Priest versus Demers. Now this was just this was just the shits. Um, I honestly think the match itself was bad, and it was probably because they were distracted by you know zombies outside. Wasn't good, and then I saw Miz get hurt, so that might have led something to do it. But no matter what these guys did, this could have been like five star classic in ring, whatever. But the 
when you bring in an actual zombie, an actual zombie invasion, so they were backstage and Morrison opens a door and there's zombies there and he's like, oh God. So he goes to the ring and Ms. and Morrison go to the ring and the zombies just start coming down. And so they're, they're the, um, <clears throat> they're the, um, the lumberjacks. <clears throat> Instead of the Thunderdome, it goes to like a ruined city. It's like so. Did the did the zombies go up into the truck and they have like a there was like a zombie graphics guy. He's like doing uh, Adobe After Effects and making a, a ruined city. Just so fucking stupid. This is like you'd have to be like a you know something. You had to eat paint chips or be a fucking idiot to to get enjoyment out of this. Oh my! And then that the, you know the the commentators there and like we're surrounded by the undead. It's like they're doing it in a campy way. But they're acknowledging that they're real zombies. They're not saying they're like, uh, you know, actors from, from Dave Bautista's movie. They're like, they're real zombies. <sighs> and so I guess the zombies will only eat the wrestlers because, like, the commentators are there, but they're not in danger. The ref's not in danger. Morrison's doing parquet to, like, knock them over and then they like take him away and eat him. And then they all get in the ring at the end and eat Miz. Just fucking stupid as hell. And hardly anyone's defending this, but there are some who want to defend it for some. There's people who want to just argue for the sake of arguing. I mean, come on. This is just stupid shit. Come on. Fucking stupid. Uh, <clears throat> and then the worst, well, I don't know if it's the worst part, but so they do this match. It's got, uh, Two guys, one definitely is eaten. He's devoured by by um zombie. So he's he's either non, he's either undead now or he's just dead. And they literally from that they go to a video package and then and then a match and then never mention it again. It's like if you're gonna do this, because someone on, on the Facebook brought uh compared this to uh the 94 rumble. I think it was 94 when um when Undertaker like ascends to heaven or whatever. Now, when that happened, now, is it dumb? Yes. I was there live. But everyone on that show sold it like what we were watching happen. We, they couldn't explain it, but they were saying, you know, this happened. This guy's up here, whatever. There's some supernatural element to it, obviously. They didn't have the rest of the show and then this supernatural thing. And then they just cut away and they never mentioned it again. this they're talking about it like it's real but also like tongue-in-cheek and stupid and then it's never brought up again like it's another part it's like we're watching a show and then there's another element of the show that has nothing to do with the rest of the show it's just terrible um and plus uh, wrestling was much more cartoony um back in that era uh, and these zombies aren't aren't Undertaker. Oh my god, so bad. Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Uh, great match. Um, Bianca really comes off as a heel to me when she comes out. I love her in the ring. I don't really like the persona. Uh, her skip into the ring and flipping her hair. I don't know. It just comes off like you you should hate her. Really. Um, this I think this the second half this this show is probably the best. Uh, besides the Rhea Ripley match is good, but uh, yeah, this was very good. I'm a big fan of Bailey. Uh, Bobby Lashley uh, defeated Strowman and McIntyre. This was a good, good uh, three-way big man match. 
And I'm really not really into Bobby Lashley matches. Strowman, not necessarily. I, I like Drew usually, uh, but this worked. I did think it was weird. They gave a double suplex to Braun and they put over how much strength that took. But it was like two giant jacked up dudes doing a suplex to one guy. I mean, I know Braun's big, but it's not like he's, you know, 800 pounds or something. So I don't know why that would be that impressive, but uh, it's a good match. And then uh, I thought this uh, probably a match of the night was uh, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. I didn't expect Cesaro to win, but just the idea of him having a, a big title match on pay-per-view is uh, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, big fan of his. He worked really hard from the Indies to get up to WWE. And then WWE, you know, he's been stop, start and stop. He's getting over. Then they never go anywhere. Finally getting behind him. Uh what I thought was funny though, it starts off and uh, the commentators are talking about how uh, Cesar has been here for 10 years. And then immediately uh, Michael Cole's like Roman Reigns versus the upstart Cesar. It's like, you can't say he's been here for 10 years, let alone what he did before he got here. But just even there, you, you're not an upstart. If you're a 10 year veteran, it's just ludicrous. Uh, Cole for all these years still sucks. I mean, let's just face it, but a great match. Uh, I like that they're doing the, they didn't do the interference, all the stuff with uh, Reigns and the Usos and uh, Paul Heyman, great storytelling, uh, good stuff behind the scenes. You, you know, they're playing uh, the brothers, uh, the one brother is kind of the, he's kind of the bitch for Roman Reigns and the other guy's like trying to get him to stand up and, and the other guy's trying to get him into the group. I, I like all this. It really works. Um, you know, I don't watch a WWE because I don't really like the TV, but, everything was it was uh roman Reigns stuff uh, i would be into it uh you know i'm gonna i'm the most honest man in podcasts i give credit where credit is due and the roman Reigns stuff is, is terrific he's a great heel um great promo i like that he does the softer promos makes you listen to him he's really good at it and i'm just gonna say uh roman Reigns really uh gets undeservedly bashed as a wrestler great in-ring wrestler I'll just say great in-ring wrestler. All, all three of the um, Shield guys are. Um, always has uh, top matches, top-notch matches, always uh, giving us all. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's just trendy to dislike whoever they push to the top, which WWE is guilty of um, perpetrating that uh, mindset uh, with the Daniel Bryan stuff. They got you to to think that whoever they push is, is the, is the bad guy to, to boo. So they're not, uh, they're not blameless in that. Um, so they left all the uh, interference till after the match, uh, maybe a little bit too much after the match, but we had a lot of run-ins for different people. It seems like this will probably be Cesaro's last rain reigns uh, title match. And it looks like he's going back into the feud with, um, burn it down whatever the fuck his name is, but uh, Tyler Black. Guy hasn't been Tyler Black for a long time, but Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins. Um, I actually like Seth Rollins' uh, suit this week. It would have been something I'd wear. But I don't get the, I don't get the Seth Rollins character. What I don't watch a show, so maybe it's explainable. I don't really get what he's supposed to be. He's just, he's just a goofy guy who wears weird uh, suits. I don't understand it. But uh, Cesaro and Seth Rollins should be good. But it seems like we just had that. So anyway, there we go. Uh, Zack Snyder, Blood Money. What's that have to do with anything? I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, I know, because people were going on and on in the... Not a lot of people, but people like... Um, 
because there's people that want to just even though if they didn't personally like it it's this is a weird concept to me there are people who watch wrestling in a very strange way they don't watch it as a as a fan of wrestling they watch it trying to dissect it um i think they watch it in a way they presume that dave Meltzer or or um or Jim Cornette, whoever, or whoever is the, uh, the person that, that they like to listen to. I think they watch it trying to predict how they would view it. So they don't watch it as this is a show that I like, or I dislike. They watch it in this weird way. Like, uh, Oh yeah, they're pushing this guy. They're booking this guy this way. Oh, they, they're going to make money doing this. And it's very bizarre. I don't, I don't know if anyone do people watch any other like tv programs this way do people watch like um did they watch sopranos back in the day thinking oh well they're giving this guy a lot of tv time and but this character you know he doesn't do quarter hours so i think it's a mistake they should really you know use more silvio because he sells you know a lot of uh uh, t-shirts or something it's very strange it's very strange Uh, people don't watch it in a way where they just are entertained or not by it I see that a lot. So anyway, the point of this was uh, people who wanted to, even though they'll say it was bad, they want to defend the um, the zombie stuff because they say that they made all this money through um, through a deal with the with the movie, the Army of the Dead, and it's like the WWE is a billion dollar company. They got a billion dollars for the, the network, and and they get all these rights like. They're not a fledgling, they're not like this company that's dying and needs money. So let's just do anything possible uh, to get some money. So they don't need to have something like completely ridiculous on the show that they don't want to. So either they, they thought it was good or, I mean, there's how much money could the, could a movie, I, it could be some money, but it, it can't be like life-changing money for the company where it really matters to them. So I don't just say no it's like okay we can do something that's kind of dumb show a little video but we can't have a whole match with actual zombies in it i mean there's other things you could do basically i'm saying it's the fucking shits and if you defend it you're fucked in the head that's all i'm gonna say about that all right uh so i'm sorry intro he's loving the the um the zombies so he's like i will not be here i'm not talking about this but uh, so we're going to take some calls. It will not be a long show. I had a long day. Did a in without your head earlier. Uh, some cable issues. And I got to get up early tomorrow for, for some other stuff. But we're going to take some calls. And we'll go over these questions here. So you guys can zoom in. iwatchwrestling.com slash zoom. Who's zooming who? Who's zooming who? We got the high chief coming on here. He's gonna be doing a, a war dance for us. Boom! Chief, the head of the table, the head of Toronto, Stephen Butler. How are you doing? Good evening, Jackie Jones. I guess uh, yes. One inch biceps was devoured by zombies, mm-hmm. along with the Miz um but should we should we mention also that apparently i guess this is real 
Mike the Miz Mizanin got a torn ACL. Yeah, that's too bad because he's always a guy that always mentioned uh, he works very safe and never gets injuries. And this is the first time he's had a, a career injury. Yeah. And so they're not sure if it's a like a minor one or a major one. I guess that hasn't had you heard anything about that? I yeah, I from what I read that they're you know, if it's a minor one, he can be back in a few months, but if it's major, it'll be surgery and be out for a long time. About for like nine nine months. I yeah, nine. That's a, that's too bad. Um, I I'm a fan of the Miz, and even if I wasn't, you know, I don't like to see anyone get uh, hurt. But yeah, um, I enjoyed the week that was in wrestling. I particularly, I guess, you skipped over SmackDown. Well, I didn't I watch it. Well, I watched SmackDown, and they had like, um, uh, so to me, uh, they they made a big thing out of Tamina winning her first belt. In like 11 years, I think she's been with the company for 11 years and she's never won a title, never until Friday. There's a reason for that. She's just not good. Well, I, I now, if you remember when she, when she and the Usos debuted, they kept beating up Natty and uh, uh, DH Smith and uh, wow, that's Wilson, uh, right. TJ Wilson, or, or whatever his name was. Yeah. I can't even remember. You start Tamina won a title, yeah. So they were, they, her, her, her superfly splash was a lot better like 11 years ago than it is now. Right. <laughs> it's actually gotten worse. Yeah. Well, I and, get, I mean, you get injuries, you get older and stuff, but, but I think she really should have just got a new finisher by now. Yeah, she really should because every time she does it now, it's really bad. Yeah. At least it was halfway decent. If you noticed on SmackDown, I noticed uh, Vic's here. If you noticed on SmackDown, the, the camera almost missed it. <laughs> Another production problem when um, Tamina is hitting that splash. The camera was on, uh, um, what's her name? Naya lying on the ring, on the floor, on, on the ring, um, and Natty. And right. you just see, you just see, you just see uh, Tamina kind of like falling on her and getting the pin. But, but well, I don't understand if they were going to go this direction for whatever reason. I I can't wrap my head around it. But um, why didn't they just do it at WrestleMania? They had two nights building up to it. They devoted two nights to the women's tag titles on WrestleMania. So the first night do the, they do the tournament, they win it. And then the next night they go for the title and then they lose. If you were going to do this and try to tell this story that Tamina finally wins a title, why not? Why not just do it then? That would have been uh, a bigger deal. Yes, they could have spent it would have been better for the weeks. story. Yeah, a couple of weeks of Tamina just telling her own story. I've been with this company for a decade and I've, you know, paid my dues and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, they could have done that, but. Um... <laughs> They, they didn't do it did. because they had live fans who would have crapped all over it. That's my opinion. <laughs> well, there was a Tamina chant. They they accomplished a miracle. Actually, got uh, the fans to uh, yeah cheer for Tamina. Which um, I don't want to you know crap on the poor woman, but good lord, I couldn't. Who who the hell cares about Tamina? Well, I'm sure she's a nice person, but I'm not sure good at is. a single thing as a wrestler. I'm sure she is, but like, I mean, like, look, I said that the currently the women's tag team division is kind of a mess. What's because uh, they keep breaking up the teams and firing them? <laughs> How can you have a division? I know, 
but like um and they and the rematch on raw for some reason um uh they kept the belts um tamina uh tamina and uh, natty so is there any teams for them to work with like is what are the other teams so is you got blondes you got the, you got the blondes uh dana and live is it dana and live um no no lives with uh the riot squad the riot squad so it's another one mandy mandy and oh dana. mandy yeah, Andy what and Dana, the Riot Squad, um, uh, um, Naomi and uh, Lana, um, and uh, actually, I expect uh, to, uh, the other ones, Naya and Shayna, should break up. I'd like to see Shayna challenge for. Now, are they on? I Smackdown? would too, but I, I, I know. I think if they break up the team, we're just you're, we're never going to see uh, Shayna do anything. Well, I'd like it to seems see like they don't even understand like how to Belair. book her. They just made her into a regular wrestler. What made her special was she's completely different than everyone else. That's why she has to break, get away from the tag team. She has to be on her own. And yeah, in theory, but they'll probably break her up and she'll just have her wrestling like she is and, and be no nothing. Well, <laughs> that's you had, do you have high hopes that they would get behind her and actually do something? I mean, all you gotta do is base just book her like she was in NXT. Yep. It's really weird to me that they have a, they have a, I don't even know if you call it developmental anymore because it's on TV. You have a third brand and you have this woman on there. She gets really over, they push her a certain way. And then they bring her up to the, to the quote unquote main show and they book her completely different. Like a totally other wrestler. You just, you just had on your other show proof that she, that she, she can work if you use her a certain way. It'd be like if you brought Dalton, if they had the brain split, so you have the ultimate warrior, and then you put him on the other show, and he will now just, you know, wrestle like a regular guy. Mm-hmm. Put a mask on him, right? Yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> Lexar is here with us, too. And the song man and Vic Schiavone. The gang's all here. And Mr. Stripey. <laughs> So what else was happening on the SmackDown? So, um, so Roman Reigns came out, um, and he came out, and he was uh, berating or cutting a night, cutting a great promo on Jimmy Uso. Um, I like this the storyline. Yes, uh, he says something like, um, "I am who I am, and you are who you are, and I'm the head of the table. I'm the tribal chief." Um, I put the food on the table. I kind of like that promo. I usually don't like promos on wrestling, but this was one promo that Roman actually um, got me interested in. But for the second week in a row of SmackDown, once again, Jimmy, they booked Jimmy Uso wrong. Um, They had, they had, this was right before the pay-per-view. So they had Cesaro basically beat him up again. Uh, He came out looking bad. Um, I really don't think, like I said, I don't think he should be, I, I think Cesaro should not have been his first opponent, like when he's coming back wrestling. It's like, uh, anyway, that's just my nitpick. Um, Gibbs 67 is hoping that WWE comes back to Toronto. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we could easily pack uh, the Air Canada Centre. 18,000, 19,000, or, or they could go to the other place that packs 8,000. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure they, they'll be sellouts. That'd be great. 
We've got some pictures here for, for Lexar. Boy. <laughs> I wonder what that would be. I don't know. Is this why Incher is not? What's going on here? Oh, that would have been me. <laughs> now, see, some man's face should have been on there. <laughs> going on, man. Who made that? Oh, that's good. <laughs> now, that's appropriate. That's appropriate. All right. Man, it's really frightening. All right. Well, that was very good. Uh, a, a anonymous uh, listener sent those in. I like the Superman, but I more like the Batman from the '80s and from the '70s and '80s. That uh, that cartoonish Batman. Oh, okay. Do you have yeah, a utility with, belt? Yeah, with Adam West. Well, that's like the '60s. Oh, okay. I you can know, see that. that. You're the yeah, Adam West of In Your Head? Yeah, that could be. I like that. What's your favorite Batman villain? The Joker. Yeah, it's hard to beat the Joker. So, uh, Lexar, what did you think about this week in wrestling? Oh, boy. They, you? Well, now they schedule, rescheduled a couple pay-per-view events. Now, Hell in a Cell, instead of October, is going to be next month. Because they're thinking about money in bank, putting in July. Now things are opening up around the country, so they're they're now starting to have fans in attendance for money in the bank. And I hear they're trying to tour that week too. Mm. Start touring. AEW. Yeah, AEW's touring. I My see. buddy Chi Town Matt wants to fly me out to a show. I think he said in Michigan. Double or nothing. Yeah. Should I go out to this? Why not? A lot of things coming up. Like Get on it. I haven't been to wrestling for a while. Nobody's Let's had. See. That's true. AEW Milwaukee, Wednesday, August 25th. And then the following weekend, all out in Chicago. Yeah, once we come out, go to Dynamite in Milwaukee, and then go to uh, Chicago for uh, for All Out. Sounds like good traveling, time. Jack. I've never been to Milwaukee. I don't drink beer anymore. What's the, what do you do in Milwaukee? Don't you just drink beer, eat cheese, maybe? Maybe you could search for deer. I don't drink beer. No deer. Oh deer. deer. Oh okay. Because like uh, because Milwaukee has a basketball team called the Milwaukee. Oh, the Bucks, Bucks. right? So they could have deers, find mm. deers. Maybe 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 they met the young Bucks. Yeah, why not? Matt and Nick. Nick. Yeah. Actual live Bucks named exactly Matt. exactly the Milwaukee young Bucks. Mm-hmm. I like this song, man. What's going on with you? Oh, not the much. Not so much with wrestling going on with what I expected. But my only question about this, the Steven, is this going to be two years in a row, Steven? Uso brother and Uso brother again after returning is going to get a title shot in Hell in a Cell against Roman. Well, I think it would be too soon. I do think I would like to see Jimmy versus Roman eventually. But like, book it right. 
patience. Again, WWE seems to have a lack of patience with how they book it. Um, no, I wouldn't put them in a cell right away. Like no, no, no. It's too, <laughs> it's yeah. backwards booking. You start with a cell and then you go to what a re- regular matches. Okay. No, I, I would like when SummerSlam. Um, if you, if you have the patience for that, um, string it along until then and build that as an important match Roman Reigns versus Jimmy Uso for the title um how about Miz and Morrison versus zombies in the hell in the cell yeah (laughs) well the only thing I don't understand about this I wasn't paying much attention after the pay-per-view but this is just the same way I know you guys are going to be going the same way like I'm not seeing anything barely new when it comes to Alexa Bliss after Wrestlemania ended and the way they're going with the title because we can't we put Drew in the back of the line? I mean, I do love the guy with his work and everything, but I've just seen everything the same since WrestleMania. There's not been anything barely new, so everything to build this up, especially when it comes to the WWE title. It's, we're happy that Bobby's the champion now, of course, but I've not seen. Wasn't there a voodoo doll? Alexa's a voodoo doll now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the main thing I did not understand after WrestleMania ended. This is going nowhere. I'm glad with the new women tag team champions because we have the first ever Hall of Famer daughters to get this carried on. But I heard what you said about Shayna, but I know for sure this is going to be one of those situation breakups where it's just going to be focused on Nia. And let's not forget, by the way, like Rhea's actually the one that beat her for the NXT titles, and she's the reason she got put to the roster. So this would be a good story to tell if they do have a goal for the t- title after she got the title to get Becky last year. Last night on Raw, they had a women's tag team championship rematch and Alexa Bliss and her dog went out and uh, they actually blew pyro that like partially burned Reginald in the face. And then after the match, the, the champions retained, but uh, all you hear is this laugh over Natalia's entrance team. <laughs> Yes, I, so I guess Lily. <laughs> so I guess Lily came to life and, and she laughs. Yeah. yeah. God, what the hell are you guys watching? <laughs> so is that Vince? So is that is that a Vince McMahon initiative? We need voodoo or we need witchcraft. You know, are they gonna bring back Papa Shango finally? <laughs> One last run. Well, Godfather has been appearing on WWE television. I think he's on the WWE. Uh, I think true. he's doing an interview with Steve Austin. Um, so like, yeah, he's available. <laughs> You're your family's from Haiti, there, Lexar. Do you got are you guys into voodoo? My parents are from Ecuador. Oh, whatever. I'm Ecuadorian. Oh, yeah. That's right next to Haiti, though, right? No, no it's not. <laughs> oh. We're far, far miles, miles away from Haiti. Oh, okay. So you're I not into voodoo? No. But I think my uh, I, uh, my mom told me over the weekend that uh, my grandmother used to, like, uh, hunt. And she will uh, hunt ducks and like uh, she'll with voodoo she'll... dolls no no not oh, with... what's this have to do with voodoo she'll hunt ducks and like uh, cook them and stuff she well, like that's, that's pretty normal i don't i don't see anything wacko about that it's not like any any demonic 
possession or anything. A grandmother. My grandmother used to used to kill chickens when I was a kid. I like grandmother. Oh, yeah. chickens. Yeah, raised chickens. Came first, chicken chicken on the egg. Probably the chicken came, and then the egg was produced. But uh, technically, the eggs came first because there would have been eggs before chicken. So you're hunting ducks. You like duck? Do you eat duck? I ate duck this weekend, but it tastes like chicken. <laughs> did your did your grandmother catch it? I don't really want to eat duck. I, I, I was going to tell my mom that no, I don't want to eat duck. Why? It's good. Duck's it was, good. Is it a fuck to I'm I'm slowly becoming into Daniel Bryan and becoming a vegan. Really? What's good? No. Well, not kind of, but not really. But there's like certain foods that I want to eat. I don't want to eat lamb. I don't want to eat duck. I don't want oh. anything but chicken. Well, chickens aren't grown on trees. Yeah, I'll, if it's not chicken, it's I don't want to. If it's not chicken, I don't want to eat none of that. I don't want to eat duck or lamb. Maybe mice because I because I hear mice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rats. Want to eat they, mice? They cook rats and mice in Japan and China and Korea. You want to eat rats? Yeah, after uh, yeah, after terrorizing houses. Why? Why would you want to eat that? I hear it's delicious. <laughs> okay, vegan protein. I hear. Why are you? You're against like lamb and duck, but you're all about eating rats and mice. Is that oh, like a thing? Oh, is back to Stephen in Canada for the cat? Is that why? I would assume. I would. I would suggest to cook the rats. Well done. Because I think they have a lot of diseases, so I'd be careful about eating undercooked rat. Hmm. I don't like know, you know. Don't quote me, but I just—that's what I'm assuming. And you probably, uh, you probably eat the uh, rat too. So, Jack. no, I've never had rat. Yeah. I, I, lamb's actually one of my favorite proteins. I like duck too. I haven't had duck a lot lately, but I like duck, rabbit. Good. Oh yeah, that's another thing I don't want to eat rabbit. I don't want to eat rabbit. Why? You don't, don't like eat, it, or is it you? You don't eat those animals. The poor defenseless animals. I'll eat mice though. I'll eat mice and rats. Well, how 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 defensive is a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> it's a chicken with a bird with a retarded brain. Yeah, so that doesn't sound very. <laughs> doesn't sound like they're def defending themselves very well. I like chicken though. All right. No, whatever. Oh, by the way, I was at the casino yesterday, Alexa. Did you win? I did not win. I, I mean, I won, but I did not come home ahead. I lost about 100 bucks. But I had a good time. I was there all day with my family. And we had a good meal. I had a seafood. We had a, I had a fisherman's platter. So you, I don't know if you eat seafood. But... What's in that uh, fisherman's platter? Scallops. Codfish, shrimp, and this one a calamari. Usually they have uh, clams, but this one a calamari. And then French fries and coleslaw. It was very good. All right. Delicious. Vic Schiavone. <laughs> well, Jack. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. 
Anything stand out in the world of wrestling to Mr. Shavoni? Well, I mean, the, the sad news on the passing of New Jack. Oh, yeah. That's awful. Uh, one of my favorite guests on the show was on three times. Did uh, He did a track on the um, Duckman CD. And this one really came out of nowhere. You know, he had a, he had a heart attack, 58 years old. Um, he was, you know, starting to be uh, in the news more. He did this book had the dark side of the ring. I think he was actually going to, I think he's filmed some of the new ones coming up. Um, always seemed very lively and, and, and uh, full of life. So this really, this really, uh, really sad. And I was always a fan. It just like, it just, it's, he, he was one of those guys. It's like when Terry Funk passes, you'll be shocked. Cause you think Terry Funk's going to live forever. Mm-hmm. It felt the same way about new Jack. So yeah, just... and uh, the I saw the I don't know if this was on SmackDown or the the their post show or whatever, but I saw the the little tribute by uh, Paul Heyman, and that was uh, that was really well done. Yeah, I was surprised they let him do that, but I thought it was very well yeah. done. Yeah, that's a shame. Big fan it's, of just, it's sad. The you know the very first recap I did was that sh- the last show you did with. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to read his book yet. I, I was uh, looking forward to doing that. And like a lot of people, I was thinking like, we'll get him on sometime about the book. I know it's been out for a little while, but you never know, you know, when someone's not going to be here. So unfortunately, we'll not have another New Jack interview. But yeah, yeah. You guys are you guys are probably uh, actually probably too too young to remember, but. Um, Vic, did you used to watch Don Cronodal? Oh, yeah. Don Cronodal passed away, too. I heard he passed away. Yeah. I used to watch him back in the late 70s and early 80s on Maple Leaf Wrestling. They used to have the Jim Crockett promotions tapes, and you'd see Don Cronodal was, first he was a jobber. like He was um, doing jobs to guys. And then he was one of Sergeant Slaughter's recruits. He was Private Don Cronodal along with Jim Nelson, um, Private Jim Nelson. And they were, um, and he later became a tag team champion with Slaughter and they feuded with uh, Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. And um, he was just, yeah, he was, he, he was a, he was a great heel um, working with Slaughter. And, uh, but uh, he also became like a, a sheriff or he worked in a sheriff's really? office. <laughs> So he had a good, I guess he had a good post wrestling career as well. So, yeah, I didn't know a lot about him. He was before my days. I might've seen him briefly. Like when I was very, very young, I actually met him at one of the NWA fan fest and, you know, I'd always hear wrestlers talk about him. I think he had like some really famous, um, house show matches, him and Sol Slaughter versus the young bloods or something, yeah. but I don't know a lot about him. Not only is he before my day, but he's a guy that around that era, there's not like a ton of footage, you know, and you could probably seek some up, but it's not like he was around a time where like you see the matches all the time, like on the network. Or anything. What's actually funny about this, I wasn't aware of it, but it was told last week. So I was like, the next episode of Dark Side of the Wing, it's going to be with North Korea. And that is definitely a very shocking thing because I remember Scott Noy, and I'll never forget that his best story ever told on a shoot I watched. And you, he just said the same thing on your past, Jackie. So this is going to be more told about, about this because I'm, I know he's going to be on the show talking about this. But 
I didn't even know this was serious when this was even not even mentioned on the episode before season three started. Yeah, uh, it's something I remember happening, and we've asked people on the show about it. Um, but I don't know like a ton about it besides like uh, you know what people said here on the on in your head about it. So this will be an interesting one. Uh, it's weird to me. I don't know how it if it necessarily fits in the dark side of the ring. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a weird part of wrestling history that they did this. Uh, fortunately, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think anyone, you know, was hurt or, or, or killed or anything, but yeah. so I don't know how it really fits in here, but it, but it'll be an interesting one that I don't know a lot about. I didn't, I did not see the Nick Gage one and he's a guy I don't know a lot about either, but I'm actually interested. And that in was the worst. I, I had nothing on that one. It was too blown up with his F-bombs and everything. It was nothing really to a dark side documentary story and maybe just robbing the bank without a mask. I mean, that's pretty dark. Guy going to jail for robbing a bank and stuff. But and then I saw uh, him and John Moxley had like a run in on uh, one of the shows, and uh, Moxley wants to have a match with them, which I'm, I'd be into. Why not? Let's see yeah. it. I like I like seeing death matches once in a while, so I'm good with that. Yeah. But yeah, I need to catch up with that one. I've not seen it. But did you, by the way, see Sean's? By the way, I I, I definitely put that as two after Savages, but biography that had a lot of more stories told during his title run when his drug problems had when scott and kev left like we know for sure but we didn't know he was even that worse even though towards the end of the year in 96 we know he wasn't appearing on the pay-per-views before he defended it yeah i didn't I, i'm behind on the biographies yeah. from what i understand everyone likes him except for a lot of people aren't a big fan of the macho man one All right, let's see here. Uh, anything else before we get to the questions? Yeah, so uh, Sting, I hear, is uh, becoming uh, writing out on wrestlers who cheat on their wives and girlfriends. Yeah, I saw and this on uh, on on uh, Facebook. I didn't really read the story. I just saw, you know, that that he was doing that. But my thing is, well, a couple things here. I don't think it's good to ever rat on anybody. I was raised not to be a tattletale, not to rat on people. So I agree with that. Um, this honestly can be a little different if he actually knows the knows the wife, if he's friends with the wives. Then there's a little different thing here. Do you if you tell your friend that uh, their spouse is cheating on you, that adds a different dimension. I don't know all the stories here. Also, it can't feel too bad for someone who's cheating on their wife and, and gets found out about it. So it's not like I really have sympathy for them. And um, you probably shouldn't be telling people that you're cheating on your wife if you don't want it out there. Especially you devote Christian. I mean, that's That's got to be uh, um, problematic to him. Cause he's like, you know, uh, this is not a Christian thing to do. Do I tell, you know, do I inform the, um, the wife they made a bond together? So. I don't know enough about the story to know to have too much of an opinion, but but I do know there's a spider right here in my microphone. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get a picture of it, and then I'm gonna well, try to blow it off the microphone. Jack wants to kill it. No, I don't want to kill it, but I don't really want to be talking into it either. <laughs> That's Intro's new head, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop that one. Uh, come on. 
There we go. We got the spider off. I'm going to post this on my Facebook page. We're going to get to the questions here. Oh, one quick thing. Ted DiBiase made a guest appearance on NXT tonight. Oh, really? Yep. That's cool. Against this uh, this Western wrestler turned into millionaire, Jack Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Yeah, there yeah, he distracted against uh, him and some muscle against him won a match. I saw that he has um, – I would like to get this. Anyone out there who would like to get me a, a gift, there's Million Dollar Man uh, Coffee. You can get that off his website. I'm a big coffee fan and a Ted DiBiase fan, so this would be a perfect gift for me. I could drink it and also – display the bag of coffee here up on up on the shelf so if anyone out there is thinking of a gift to get me million dollar man ted dibiase coffee it probably costs a million dollars no i think it costs like 17 dollars <laughs> who's selling it virgil <laughs> <laughs> couple couple coffee beans a couple dollars that that was, by the way, a little funny when they put up his skits when he got buried when he lost the title to Virgil. Actually, if you remember, if you saw that tonight before he came out. So here it is. Here's the. Uh, can you see the spider there? It's a little blown up because I had the flash on. But oh wow! Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> right on the tip of my microphone right right where i <laughs> talk into it's kind of alarming i look down and boom it's right there a little bitty guy yeah so are those delicious lexar too mm, maybe so <laughs> do you drink coffee lexar yeah every once in a while you get would I you try the teddy biasi coffee my mom always cooks on Sunday morning. She always like cooks like pancakes, eggs, and bacon. And we make it into a tradition and we just like eat breakfast uh, for Sunday mornings and sit at the table and catch up on things. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah. that's very nice. nice. Yeah, and I always have uh, this uh, Starbucks coffee. But it's like sold in grocery stores and supermarkets, but it's like uh, in, uh, vanilla, mo mocha, uh, refrigerated coffee already made. I put a little milk in there and it's good. I, yeah, I'm a, I drink my coffee black, but I used to always drink it with cream. Papachinos, that's what they call it. Papachino. Papachino. All right. Here's a, here's a new picture for you, Lexar. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> I think they gotta be. Uh, oh, am I the both? I think you're both of them. Yeah, yeah. I think you're both. You look well, really happy there. Well, that can't be. That doesn't make sense because uh, there's only one person. I <laughs> think it's either Jack or Incher has to be uh, Robin. Robin. Yeah, I think Incher would make a good Robin. Or maybe one of you had to have the face of Cat of uh, Batwoman, Batgirl. Man, you trying to Lexar one of us? <laughs> no. All right, here we go. We got some questions here. Everyone's free to answer these. Jonathan Jackson, did you tie Incher to the train tracks? 
Maybe. He's got to learn. He's got to learn, learn to lose this fear of uh, train tracks. JJ, explain your love for Tamina Snuka. Lexar's got the love for Tamina. Ow. Ow. I think that'll be a short-term run. Um, yeah. <laughs> it'll break the records. I'm happy for them. Believe me, I'm happy for them, but you know, over yeah, the who really wants to a week, it. a couple of weeks, then someone's gonna come and take them away. You know, did, yeah. did they did they ever make a Tamina T-shirt? I wonder. No. You would think now that she's got the title, they gotta you know get some merchandise. So. I just don't think it's gonna. She has much in her because she's in her middle early forties, so I don't think she's gonna carry it. Natty next year is about to turn forty, so this I don't think this is gonna be a good tag team to last long. What are these collector boxes? Razor Ramon collectors box only seven hundred and fifty available. You get a razor. You get a, it's filled with all kinds of razor Ramon stuff. That's kind of fun. Have an autographed toothpick in it. That'd be hard to sign. Wow, damn, they're fifty-five dollars. Uh, but let's see, you get a T-shirt, uh, a little action figure. Boy, the action figure—they really copied the the toys, uh, the um, for wrestling tees guys. A little title belt and a pin well, maybe some other stuff a uh, chain like a postcard and a collector's box it's cool but kind of expensive uh let's see i i'm not seeing a tamina merchandise you got new kyle o'reilly merchandise Kind of sad they'd make that one Christmas ornament and they wouldn't even give Tamina anything. I know. The only thing I see is they actually have a Tamina and Natalia WrestleMania autograph plaque. Oh. You want to buy that, Lexar? Put up on the wall, put up next to the CBS Sports. But I did actually buy a, a, a body by stick slippers, heavy machinery slippers that were on sale on the re shop. Really? Yeah. Mm. Five bucks? Are you kidding me? What slippers? No, they're slippers. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's not a box. Slippers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Hey. Hmm. Heavy machinery slippers? Yeah, heavy machinery slippers. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> They also had a Shawn Michaels box that had uh, Heartbreak Kid briefs in them. Not seeing the uh, used to have like the clearance section, but I'm not seeing that. Well, if there's anyone who should be selling slippers, it should be Matt Riddle. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. They should have a a Matt Riddle uh, scooter. Oh, yeah, and sell scooters, too. Yeah. I see all well, the Daniel Bryan stuff's on clearance. So you can get, like, a Yes shirt. Bray Wyatt gym sweatpants. Artist formerly known as Shinzaka uh, Nakamura 
the flag uh you could put that up next to cbs sports if you want a nakamura flag you think about that Mm, that's nice there's a heavy machinery steak body shirt Eleven ninety-five. That's more. That's more. What an EC three shirt for six ninety-five. Oh wow. shit, boy, he's really cheap, huh? Lacey Evans nine ninety-five. Damn, lace it up, you nasties. Wanda Rousey dream. Wanda <laughs> Rousey baddest, baddest on the planet. Yeah. T-shirt. Who's Birdie B? That's um. What That's Nikki and Breeze. Yeah, Nikki and Breeze company. Mm. Well, you can get them. Boy, they got uh, some Santa hats mm-hmm. for five bucks. Thanks. Eat my tank. Shotzi Blackheart <laughs> face mask. Big Daddy Claymore, Drew McIntyre. Oh, here's the body. Is he's in? The body yeah. steak? That's it. Pretty sweet. I bet they're keeping your feet warm. Nine ninety-five. I need new slippers too. They also have the Braun Strowman Express slippers. No, you walk around the house going choo choo. No, I won't get those. How about the Street Pot Profits Party Cup ornament? I could see Vic putting that on his Christmas tree. Yeah, a red uh, a Street Profits red cup. Now, actually, these are cute. The Bray Wyatt three-pack over here uh, ornament yeah. set. I actually like that. The Fiend Mask North. Not, that's more my speed right there. Pretty cool. These are actually pretty cute. The Rock and Michaels. A table, a ladder, and a chair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <neat. laughs> that's pretty neat. That is cute. <laughs> Man, they must have these up here for a while because Christmas has been oh, five months ago. Ricochet. Here you go. You can get an authentic uh, vest. AJ Styles authentic vest. It was 115 bucks for 60 bucks. What happened to the great balls of fire ornament? <laughs> They're in my pants. <laughs> Here you go. Velveteen Dream sunglasses. Did anything ever happen to him? Oh, look at these. Here we go. Oh, my God, Vic. Now, we talked before about the Mustafa Ali gingerbread ornament. But they've got a Sergeant Slaughter one. Now, that one's pretty badass. They could have done one for, they could have done one of those for Tamina if they did it for Mustafa Ali. Oh, I might get this, the Iron Sheik one. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Poor Seth Rollins. He's only two bucks. They've got an NXT Women's Championship Snowflake Ornament. Those are kind of weird. Oh, man, look. they got Braun Strowman Snowman Ornament. I actually like these weird ornaments. I could hang them up on the bookshelf. Hollywood Hogan. There you go. <laughs> and look at the Boneyard, the Boneyard Undertaker one. Oh, man. Uh, little Miss Bliss got a leather jacket that's probably good for uh Steven up in Toronto. It's on sale for only $90. Yeah, the Sasha Banks $40 one is $40 in shipping. <laughs> Here's a Seamus hat. Oh, Cesaro and Seamus. Oh, the bar hat. Man, that's gonna have mm-hmm. been around for a while. 
I'd like this, the Roddy Piper ugly uh, Christmas sweater. Man, 20 bucks. I might actually have to buy that after the show. Anyway, Shop Zone. Let's see here. Jonathan Jackson, do, we pre- do you appreciate WWE more for their revolutionary wrestling horror crossover that in your head at W and, and without your head could never achieve. Wow. I don't think that's true. I and mean, we had Sid Vicious on both shows. At the Sheik. That's right. The Sheik's been on both. Yeah. Piper. Weird. Piper's actually only been on without your head. Twice. I did an interview with him. And then he was also on the, on a panel I did. All right. If anything set wrestling, Paul flew it. If anything set wrestling back 30 years, it is it blood and guts and AW or zombies from catering hell on WWE? <laughs> oh, wait, the zombies. Did you zombies. like the zombies, Lexar? I know you like some bad stuff, but you have to admit that was pretty dumb. Actually, like, uh, uh, went and did my chores uh, <laughs> when that match started. You know, uh-huh. I did my, I did my, you know, dishes, wash my wash dishes, dishes, wash my teeth, use the bathroom, wash my face. You know, change your underwear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, but I just saw the uh, the ending of it, and I thought it, it, it's kind of dumb. But Come I know on. It, was, it was pretty dumb. Yeah. But you I don't know why they're doing it because they're promoting a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but come movie. on, there's other ways you could promote them. I mean, you, you could okay, so they promote Jurassic Park. Do you want to see like a T Rex just walk into the ring and and eat, you know, uh, John Cena or something? <laughs> John Cena's kind of retired. So, no, oh. well, that's how they could he could retire for good. He got ate by a T Rex. <laughs> you get an allowance for doing all your chores? No. I do them for free and do them myself. I'm an adult. All right. Huh? Just checking. Do you get sent to your room if you don't <laughs> do your chores to get grounded? No. <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just teasing you, Alexa. Urius wants to know, Mongo in his prime or Jesse Ventura? Who wins? Okay. I have to go with Jesse. I hate to say anything bad about, I'm not saying anything bad for Mongo. I mean, he's rough right now, but I'd just say Jesse, since he was in the military, I think probably has the edge as for actual fights. Steve Logan, Stellar Steven, worst marketing decision by WWE. Uh, Kane, May 19th, or Army of the Dead Zombies at WrestleMania Backlash. I'd like to say the zombies. The other thing was dumb, but like it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It was just kind of silly, I thought. The zombies one, you I don't know. Like, you couldn't watch that and just not feel like an imbecile. Katie Vick? I mean, even the Katie Vick, at least it was like in this realm. I mean, they were basically just making fun of him. It wasn't like he, they were, there was like an undead woman there. This was just beyond, beyond dumb. Owl, what does Lexar think about Lanny Poffo now living in Ecuador? Oh, he is? Yeah. Hmm. Well, as I gotta say, enjoy the experience. Man, you gotta go visit the, him. 
enjoy the food. I, I got to know which part is he in because uh, there's like different towns and uh, cities that uh, that even I'm not familiar with. Even my mom's not familiar with, but my aunts and uncles, they live there for the rest of their entire lives. They know where everything is. You so, got to go back and visit them. Show them around town. I need powerful. Show him around Ecuador. Maybe maybe you take him around Ecuador and he can teach you how to do the PAFO. Yeah. I would like to ask him uh, why he didn't jump to WCW with him. He did. Yeah, but they didn't, like, do anything. Yeah. They just, like, keep well, him home. you get paid him. for doing nothing. I mean. it's, it's like Kevin Nash and Hogan and uh, Scott Hall when WWE bought WCW and they... And uh, the rest of them had to like live out their eternal contracts mm-hmm. by just staying home and get paid. Sounds like a good gig if you can get it. Nikhil Callahan wants to know which show did Lexar prefer during the '90s, Raw or Nitro? Well, uh, me being a WWE person, I will say Raw. But, but watching it, Nitro's back on the network, you know, before it went to Peacock, uh, it was just full of excitement, full of uh, wrestling yeah. stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for eating a rat. Where'd you get that picture from? It was photoshopped. What? What? Well, I'm glad you're catching up on these nitros you didn't get to see. I was I preferred nitro at the time, but I would watch nitro and recorder on watching both. It was a magical time, though. And oh yeah, we'll ever really recapture that. Oh, we just recaptured that uh, with this year with AEW and. Uh, uh, look, I love AEW, but it, it wasn't the level of uh, raw and nitro. Um, is it a good idea to do stadium stampede, especially if it's comedy during the blood feud between inner circle and pinnacle? Uh, I get that. I do think it's backwards to do it after blood and guts, but I, uh, I'm looking forward to it because I really enjoyed the last one. I don't mind comedy and wrestling. If it's funny, maybe they'll do it a different way. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Whose TNT run did you prefer, Darby Allen or Cody? I really like, well, honestly, like both, but uh, I like the Darby Allen run as champ. But I like both. Actually, I think the whole TV run's been good by everyone. Favorite matches of Christopher Daniels and any other memories uh, he you may have since he retired. Probably his triple, the triple thing, a triple uh, match him, Samoa Joe and AJ and uh, in TNA. is probably his best match. Christopher, Dan- Christopher yeah. Daniels has curry, man. He's hot. He's spicy. <laughs> I have a curry man mask. I'll have to wear it on the show sometime for you. I'll do the whole show as curry man. Why do people mock AEW because of injuries? Uh, I think they like to say any, uh, to say anything they can against bad against it. But um, you know, it's bad anytime anyone gets injured. But I think that's more of a wrestling problem across the board. I mean, there's injuries, a lot of injuries in WWE too. Uh, how 
how have you found the buildup for AEW Double or Nothing Weak or Strong? But I'll, it's really just kind of just now started. So I think it's a little too early to say. How excited are you for AEW to be going back on the road? Oh, I'm excited to see any wrestling. I am. Um, we're actually, uh, my brother, his girlfriend, and my mom, uh, right before the pandemic, we were going to this local wrestling every uh, month they had it uh, at the mall at this uh, bowling alley. Well, it's a restaurant bowling alley, and they would have wrestling, and we you could rent a table, and we'd rent a table, and you could eat food while you're watching wrestling. And then it was like two months before the pandemic, and then it ended, but uh, we just saw it's coming back next month, so we're looking forward to going to that. Uh, John Moxley is releasing an autobiography in November called Mox. Will you buy it? I'd be interested in reading it. Maybe I can get a copy to uh, talk about on the show. Hell in the Cell next month. Favorite Hell in the Cell match? Uh, I know it's cliche, but I'd have to say Mick Foley and Undertaker. Uh, big show was signed by AEW to do commentary on YouTube, do two minute interviews. Is that a waste of money? I say absolutely. I didn't, I didn't see the purpose of signing him, but I, you know, I want to give it a shot. I still don't see it. I think it's a waste of money. Are you, you what? But you don't care. I mean, it's not my money, so why do I care? You don't care. You always say fuck the big show, so. Yeah, fuck the big show. I don't want to see it. I'd rather he's on YouTube. I don't have to watch him. (laughs) Are you enjoying FTR more in AW or WWE? Oh, much more. I think they're much better in in AW. That would be a hard one for someone to say they were better used in WWE, I think. Uh, Moose versus Kenny Omega at the best impact pay-per-view against all odds. Who's winning? I'm going to say Kenny Omega. I don't know. Do anyone think Moose is going to take the title from Kenny? You know, Songman's a big Moose mark. <laughs> uh, I think Incher is. Any TNA against all odds pay-per-view memories? What are your memories of of T of TNA against all odds? I probably have some. I probably have some TNA uh, DVDs in in a in a Rubbermaid brown bag special. Dig out and yeah. watch. I really liked when Phil Collins did the uh, the theme song. <laughs> did you ever watch the TV show Friends? I actually have never watched Friends. I watched one one episode and like got bored with it real quick. So I just changed the channel. You didn't, you know, uh, pleasure yourself to it or anything? No. How would I pleasure myself to that lame sitcom? I don't know. I thought they had some hot chicks on it. Still look like high schoolers. Thoughts on Moxley's new music, Wild Thing. I don't know if it's his permanent music or was it just for the, because um, I think it was some kind of tribute to a, a Japanese wrestler. So I'm not sure if it's his, if it's staying or not. I like using the real music in wrestling, personally. 
Uh, favorite LGBT film or TV show? What a weird question. I don't know. There's I don't know. If it's something's good, it's good. I don't really care, you know, one way or the other. Uh, favorites. I don't know if they, anyone have an answer. I don't know. This is an odd question to me. Well, look for a film called Desert Hearts starring Helen Shaver and Patricia Charbonneau. Okay. <laughs> Do a Google search. Mm -hmm. Silence of the Lambs, I'll say. Uh, favorite soda drink. I don't drink soda anymore, so I drink seltzer. But when I did drink soda, I, I'd probably to say Coke. I do like Coke Zero once. Uh, Coke Zero once in a while. Have you actually had the coffee one? Yeah, actually, I really liked it. I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. That's even far more better than just the original, I would say. Yeah, very good. It's a good mix. I didn't know if it would work, but I liked it. Last question here by uh, by um, uh, Nikhil. I prefer Brian Alvarez to Meltzer. What about you? Definitely not. Definitely the reverse of that. Not a big fan of Alvarez. Um, but I, I mean, I, I I can joke about Meltzer, but overall, I like Meltzer. I would much prefer, much prefer Meltzer over Brian Alvarez. Uh, Fix Shivoni, favorite memory of Nijak. I hate, you know, honestly, personally, it would be having him on the show. And when I recorded the, uh, uh, some stuff from him for, for the, the, uh, for the music video. And then, uh, I think he told, I think he told me on, he told me I was the white, I sounded like the whitest person in the world or something, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Do you have a favorite new Jack, uh, memory? I've got I've got old VHS tapes of the ECW shows with the original music instead of the WWE stuff, which sucks. <laughs> Journey with me through the mind of a maniac. Yeah, the uh, taking away the the music at ECW really takes away a lot. Of it the, does. Yeah. It's licensed uh, music, so. Well, yeah, I, I know I that, but it still does. You can't deny it takes away from it takes away taking it out. Uh, Dobbs, Dean, Maya, sex, pride, and anger. It's just, I don't know. I don't think it's a question. It's just, okay. Uh, there is a loose moose about the hoose. I think Dobbs is uh, smoking the wacky tobacco or something. Robert Budzinski, do, do zombies make poop? Do zombies poop? I've wondered this myself because they, they eat people continuously. So either do they digest the person? So if they do digest them, they either have to poop or they just get really fat or the people would just sit in them and eventually they wouldn't be able to move because they would just be weighed down by dead body parts. So they would just fall through their guts. You never see zombies working out. Burning the burning the calories after eating all the brains. Maybe their Jeez. metabolism is so high just to just to be undead, it just kind of absorbs. You think it would be low because they're slow, but you never know. What wrestling shows do you regularly watch from Jason Mitten, including the new A A and E stuff? 
Um, Dark Side of the Ring and Dynamite are the two shows I watch, and then I watch all the pay-per-views. Those are the things I watch every week. I should catch up on biography. Anybody else have a, any input? I know Lexars watches it all. I enjoy Smack oh, and watching Smack. So. I'm more for the biography and Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, I'm doing Raw, Raw, uh, SmackDown, but I'll watch them on like Sportsnet here in Canada has this feature where you can um, watch it on demand anytime. You don't, you can watch it live, but you can watch it later and just fast forward through the stuff you don't like. Um, I am looking forward to the rest of Dark Side of the Ring. A lot of the, pretty much all the episodes, I'm looking forward to watching that. But I'm catching up on the content on the WWE Network. Um, particularly the WWE 24 documentaries and um, anything like that. Um, and again, the Broken Skull Sessions. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, and by the way, the NWC RVD's new one. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to, is that one. Yeah, that was Steven's up in Toronto. He's a big pothead. So. <laughs> I haven't smoked in over 20 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> You don't need to in Toronto. Just walk around and get a contact high. Brian Matthew Clutter, what was your favorite disciples of the New Church match? <laughs> <laughs> the catacombs are filled with souls. I just remember that song would always blast whenever they come up. Al Ulb, you want to play twenty one? I don't get it. That's Jake Roberts. Oh, okay. oh from okay. Heroes of Wrestling. Well, Entropy pissed that there's less than a hundred questions tonight. <laughs> You'll be pleased because see they 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 want to know his opinion, so they're they're not here asking as many. Lexar is a WWE licensing mark. That's very true. Am I? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you get excited about them licensing, like, you know, deals. And oh, yeah, Dobbs Dean Maya, how come you can't poke no one no more on Facebook? They did away <laughs> with the poke. Well, I never really got it anyway. It just seemed weird. Like, why would you want to poke people? Like, virtually poke. Tyler Steven, what's the most honest question you have ever had to answer? All of them, because every I, I take every question to heart and uh, and answer it with the same truthfulness that I do everything in life. Tyler Stevens, would it have been better if the brood came back and killed the zombies and made a new brood with Miz and Morrison? That'd have been good. They could have burned them up. Um. What do you think was Charles Grodin's favorite wrestling match? I would say Wrestle, uh, WrestleMania 3, uh, Andre versus Hogan, probably. Top five horror gimmick wrestlers. That's a good question. Hmm. I like Kamala. Kevin Sullivan's got to be up there. Kevin Sullivan. Um, Undertaker, obviously. I'll throw Kane in there. I was a Kane fan up until, you know, like modern Kane, but for a long time, I like Kane. And, uh, 
I mean, I did like Gangrel. It was fun. I'll throw those out there. Anybody else have ones? I'm, I'm sure they're missing a lot of good ones. Papa Shango. Papa Shango is fun. I probably wouldn't put him in my favorites, but he was fun. I, I, I liked him. The Black Scorpion. Oh, man. The Black Scorpion. <laughs> I don't know if you put Jake the Snake in there. Oh, Jake, that's a good one, yeah. I don't know if you do. I have to put him in the top. (laughs) Judas Macias, I don't think he'd make my top. I would put uh, Jake in there. What was that? Um, Father James Mitchell. Oh, how could I forget him? He's one of my favorites. Good one. Yeah, excellent. He's got to go up there near the top. What a good one. And of course, I'm the boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. Oh, that reminds me of a really good idea. I'm going to wait for Intro to come back and tell my boogeyman idea for merchandise. (laughs) Oh, and you could also add the one, but you never wanted to work for it. I'm sure you know I bought up a lot of times in the past. Mischief. How about Yeti? The Yeti. (laughs) Lexar is a big Yeti fan. It's the Yeti. An elegante. How about top five uh, horror gimmick matches? What was that? Horror gimmick matches? Top match? five, yeah. Horror gimmick matches. Mm. Inferno match, I guess. Hell in the Cell, do you consider that a horror? Chamber of Horrors. Got to be number one. <laughs> I guess I'll put Abdullah on my list, too. Buried Alive match. Oh, yeah. Buried Alive. That's a good one. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Oh, yeah. That's that. I, I always liked that concept. That, uh, I guess they did bring it back in NXT recently. What's the pajama prison match? The pajama prison. <laughs> what celebrity had the biggest impact on WWF, WWE? Celebrity. Um, I guess Mike Tyson probably. Or Mr. T. Mr. T, because if it wasn't for WrestleMania, there might not have been WWF continuing. So I'd say Mr. T. I would put Mr. T and uh, Mike Tyson up there. Mike Tyson for modern era and Mr. T for beginning of the 80s era. What celebrity had the biggest impact on impact? I don't know if anyone did, did they? Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Did they have many celebrity tie-ins? They had uh, the who is the foot Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> they had Tito Ortiz one there one oh, time. Yeah. It wasn't much of an impact though. Never really amounted to anything. What wrestling moment made you mark right out and say wrestling? I don't think I ever just started yelling wrestling, but Piper's pit. Uh, honestly, probably the biggest markout moment was when Hogan joined the NWO for me. That was a pretty awesome moment. That's pretty great. Uh, when Intra misses the show, do you think he's actually out walking the tracks? I bet he, I think, I think he just, you know, found a hookup on Craigslist to come over and play pinball with. In the most honest opinion and expression, how straight edge is Incher? 
I think it might just be all a work. Nah, he's probably pretty straight edge. Jonathan Jackson uh, says uh, the great Kali was also a great horror. Uh, <laughs> if you say so. All right. How, where do the zombies go on there? How about the ECW zombie? Former guest here on the show. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right. That was all the questions. Uh, it's going to be a short show. I have to get up early, but I had a fun time. Thank you. The Headyverse here. The Heady Legends. Vic Shaboni, Ty, Stevens, Tyler, whatever his name is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Even Toronto, the Songman, and Lexar having my back. Always here supplying good times. I'll be back next week. Intro will probably be here. I'll probably get over the me not liking the zombies by then. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk some more wrestling. We'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Adios. Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, 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 and a fight, fight, fight. Andre was big, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not small, no, no, no. Andre could drink, and he could fight. Drink, 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 and a fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giant. Andre was big, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not small, no, no, no. Andre was great, he was not bad. A great big heart. And a great big man Andre was big Yeah, yeah, yeah He was not small No, no, no Andre could drink And he could fight Drink, drink, drink And fight, fight, fight Andre the Giants From Grenoble, France <laughs>